You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Broadcasting revival for the church, awakening for the nations, and restoration for the world. We are back again. I'm going to finish this in the name of Jesus. There's so much. Wow. There are, is so much. I stopped and I was talking as we've been discussing the Feast of Tabernacles and I decided I wanted to go into scripture and see the different revelations and from the past and how it's going to affect the future. We talked about that there's a, I ended on Haggai. The Lord says that, that the latter glory is going to be greater than the former glory. This is when he tabernacles with us. It is the outpouring of God's spirit. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the spiritual awakening that comes through the Feast of Tabernacles. We're going to talk about that there's going to come a time in one of these Feast of Tabernacles that the glory of God's going to descend right before. He's always going to bring his spirit and fall right before he comes. Why? Because the great harvest is going to be prepared. I've been talking about this. Let me reiterate with this. Let me go back to this because this is so important. So what is happening right now? You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be a genius or a prophet to see that the body of Christ is going through crisis. Not all the body of Christ. There is a remnant that the Lord has raised up. They're bold. They're tenacious. They are standing for truth, but it's not many. There are so many who are on the sidelines, who are are just going about their business and not doing anything. And you think that the Lord's going to reward you? We're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And he's going to say, what did you do with my son, Jesus? What did you do? Uh, Well, I kept my salvation. Well, I, I was a good person. Well, I took care of my family. Yeah. That's all. Did you win the loss? Did you bring him to my kingdom? Did you tell them the truth? Were you ashamed of me? There were many who are going to have to stand up because there's a time of persecution coming because the Lord is going to test those who are his. Because we've been told we are God's children. He loves us. When you continue to sin and you continue to disobey him, we've been given this false message, this false message of a modern grace that has told us we can do all that we can because we've been, our sins are forgiven past, present, and future. So we don't have to worry about them. So do what you will. And that is false. And that has taken many people that are going to fall away because they've been listening to false perverted gospel. I'm going to talk about that in the upcoming days. We're going to talk about hyper grace and true grace. We're going to talk about the modern grace message That has perverted the church. We're going to talk about the spirit of discernment. We're going to talk about God is looking for fruit more than gifts. Many are running after gifts, 
but they have no character. They have no fruit of the spirit. And this is ruining God's house. All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, the Lord is just pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And this is the way to share it with this program, the VOR radio show. We pray that is blessing you and that is helping you in your walk. I know that there are those who will listen to this program, whether you're listening to it on all these platforms, but mainly through the VOR.net. You see, everything that you do with the VOR.net helps us to understand, helps us to prepare, helps us to get the materials ready because we are a preparation ministry for the last days. Listen, let's wrap this up. We're coming to the climax here. Stay with me. Let's talk about the Babylonian captivity. You see, the, the children of Israel went into captivity. Why? Because they forgot God. They quit upholding the things according to the word of God, according to the, the Torah, according to the law of God. They quit and they started breaking his commandments, especially the Sabbath, especially the feast of the Lord. And the, kin, the Lord's anger was kindled against them. He turned them over to their enemies and they went into captivity. But after that a captivity, they were they were set free. They went to rebuild the temple. And when they found the word of God, when they found when they found the precious law, they began to observe it again. And the Lord visit them. So here's what's happening. We we have been in a Babylonian captivity in our in the church, in the ecclesia, not the ecclesia, not the remnant. There's a lot of the body of Christ. That's confused. They don't know what to think. So they're going along with the world. They're going along with woke. They're going along with progressive Christianity. They're going along with something that is not true. And they're in delusion, in deception. But the Lord is saying that we're about to see a mass exodus of people leaving denominations, especially the denominations that are condoning, that are affirming same-sex marriage that are affirming LGBTQ community and allowing homosexual and gay and lesbian ministers on their pulpits to be ordained. That is abomination to God, especially in his house. And that's why the spirit of the sermon has to return back to the house of God. And he's bringing back the watchmen who watch over his word. They're jealous and they're about God's holy word. It's a perversion, the spirit of perversion and rebellion. And because of this, if they do not repent, the Lord's going to give them a space to repent. And if they do not repent, Inkabob will be written upon their doors and they will shut down and the glory of the Lord will depart. And that church would have been destroyed because we have allowed the spirit of the age, the spirit of Antichrist, to take possession and control. My goodness. So what's going to happen? Because the glory of the Lord will depart from there. The Lord will move into tents. You're going to see campus cathedrals go up. You're going to see tents in every city, in every state in America, and also in every country. People are going to get the concept of we're returning back to crusades. We're turning back to harvest camp meetings, revival tent meetings. It's called the big tent revivals, the meeting places, the meeting place where God meets with his people. But this is just the beginning 
because it will end up in massive stadiums being filled full of souls coming to the Lord. Massive stadiums, massive fields. We're going to see what happened in Africa and different countries of the world. It's going to sweep over America. Missionaries are coming to America. God is raising up the evangelists again. The anointing of evangelism is coming back to the house, to the Lord, because the FIFO ministry is coming back into its purpose to train, equip, and send the people out to see a harvest of souls come to the Lord. Then after they, they, they turn to the Lord, then they are discipled, turning to disciple makers, and we repeat it over and over again. You see, the people got content at just being good believers, just being good Christians, and they're not becoming disciples nor making disciples. And our church is stuck. The Lord is going to get us unstuck. We're going to have to find out where we are in the midst of end time prophecy. And the book of Revelation is happening before us now. The outpouring of tabernacles is not going to happen until we leave mystery Babylon. We have been learning from pagan hosts and the mixing of the holy and the unholy. But there is a remnant and a group and a company of holy prophetic people. There is a group called the sons of Zadok that were in Ezekiel chapter 44. The Bible says that the sons of Zadok were holy and consecrated, set apart. They knew how to minister to the, to the Lord first then to the people. They were not contaminated with mixture and the confusion. Confusion means Babylon. To babble means to be confused. We're in a confused land. We're in a confused church. People don't know what is the spirit and what is the word. And I'm telling you, some of them have just gone completely with the word, the law. They've just gone with the word and they have they have neglected the spirit and then some go with the spirit, but they have neglected the law. The Lord says, I'm bringing them together. This is the word and the spirit coming together because many have been selling in for Ishmael. But the anointing of Isaac, the promise is come. The redigger of wells of revival, the abundance of God is coming again upon the land. I'm telling you, it's flowing like a river here. This group called the sons of Zadok are going to be able to discern between what is holy and what is profane. It's in Z Ezekiel chapter 44. They were a part of the watchmen. I just got that revelation right now. Why is the watchman so important? Because they watch over the word of God. They discern what is right, what is wrong. They hear, they're hearing from the Lord so they know what to do. Ezekiel chapter 44, verse 10 says, And the Levites that have gone away from me when Israel went astray, which went astray away from me after their idols, they shall even bear their iniquity. Yet they shall be ministers in my sanctuary, having charge at the gates of the house and ministering to the house. They shall, they shall slay the burnt offering and the sacrifice for the people, and they shall stand before them to minister unto them. Because they ministered, unto them before their idols and caused the house of Israel to fall into iniquity. Therefore, I have lifted up my hand against them, says the Lord God, and they shall bear their iniquity. Verse 13, they shall not come near to me to do the office of a priest, 
nor to come near to any of my holy things in the most holy place. But they shall bear their shame and their abominations they have committed. But the priests and Levites, verse 15, the sons of Zadok that kept the charge of my sanctuary, when the children of Israel went astray away, went astray from me, they shall come near me to minister unto me, and they shall stand before me to offer unto me the fat and the blood, says the Lord God. You see, they understood the difference between what is holy and what is profane. This represents a holy remnant of priests, a holy remnant of set-apart watchmen, a holy remnant of those who will not compromise. They're not going to compromise. It's time to leave Babylon. Revelation chapter 17, verse 5. You got to understand that the church began where in Jerusalem, the church began in that in the in the book of Acts, the Lord's spirit fell upon it in Pentecost. But then the church drifted away and we got pulled out and we became a mystery. Babylon. Revelation 17 verse five. Revelation 17 verse five. The Lord is saying, come out from among her and be separate. Be separated. Revelation 17, 5 says, And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drink and drunk from the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. This is mystery Babylon. The outpouring of tabernacles is not going to happen until we leave mystery Babylon. We have been learning from pegging hosts and mixing the holy and the profane. That is why the, the sons of Zadok are coming to discern what is, what is holy and what is profane and bring enlightenment of the word of God. Listen, for those who are not hearing and doing what the word of the Lord says. They're hearers of the word, but they're not doers of the word. There is a famine, not just physically, a famine spiritually of what? Amos chapter 8, verse 11 says, And in that last day, what day? That day. We're talking about our day. How can you throw out the Old Testament when it's given us a parallel? What is the purpose of the Bible to give us an example of what to do, of what not to do, what to do, what not to do, and how to prepare for what God wants, his will and his purpose? Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread nor a thirst for water. But of hearing the words of the Lord, they shall wander from sea to sea, from north to south. They shall run to and fro, seeking the word of the Lord, but shall not find it. But shall not find it. They're going to go from place to place looking for the word of the Lord. Can someone tell me someone who is able to tell me what is coming? Can someone tell me of someone who is hearing from God because we need to know what to do? 
because the priests have gone astray, because the Levites have gone astray. Who is the, the ones who are standing and know the discernment and understand the times that they're living in? Oh, my. oh a holy remnant of priesthood that's been prophesied has arisen. The watchmen, they are holy priests unto God. They are ministers unto the Lord first. They minister unto the Lord to tell the people what is coming. Why? Because many have fallen from God and he's calling us to return. This is the whole point of these feasts is to call us to return, to get ready because the king is coming and his glory is coming. We got to get ourselves cleansed. We got to get ourselves a prayer. That's why it says prepare the bride. The bride is not ready. The bride of Christ is not ready. These company are going to bring an enlightenment of the word of God. There's going to be a physical famine and a natural famine. And they're going to coincide together. Because as this natural famine comes, there's also a spiritual famine. It's going to intensify in the days to come. And when the truth comes, it will set the captives free. And the latter rain will be poured out. Right now, there's a disruption coming and a great divide about to take place. Okay, let's get to some other prophetic parallels in Scripture about the Feast of Tabernacles. Let's look at another example here. Another time is during the Mount of Transfiguration. We're going back to another example of Scripture where Moses and Elijah appeared with Christ. And then Peter said, Lord, it is good that we stay here. Let us make three booths. Let's make three tents. One for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. And then that's when the, the, they heard him say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. An example happens during a famine, and that's in Elijah. Kings, in, in uh, 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 11. 1 Kings 17 is talking about Elijah. And he comes out and he prophesies that there's not going to be any rain for three years. There was no rain or dew because of a famine. Again, in James chapter 5, verse 17, look at Amos chapter 8, verse 11 and 13. So think about this. There's coming a famine of hearing the word of God caused by the lack of the outpouring of the spirit of truth in the land. It's a famine of the Holy Spirit. Men and women would search everywhere for the word of God, for true prophetic word of the Lord, but they could only find significant food by the mouth of the Elijah company. What are you saying? God is going to raise up the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of prophecy, the spirit of the watchman, the, the anointing of the watchman is rising up in the anointing of the Elijah. It's, it's called the Malachi mandate. This happened in Elijah's time. Look at Elijah. It happened in a time when the king went his own way, but the prophet had to stand up and rebuke him. And they called him the troublemaker. But the Lord is raising up agitators, shakers. They're the ones who are going to shake up the nation. They're going to shake up and point and even tell to the powers that be, you need to get right with God. That isn't that what John the Baptist did. He pointed his finger to the king and said, King Herod Agrippa, you must repent for killing your brother and taking his wife. You have committed murder. You need to get right with God. Why do you think they took his head? Because he spoke the truth. He wasn't afraid. 
He was telling them, you better get right with God. I don't care if you're a king. I don't care if you're a president. I don't care if you're this. God has anointed and pointed me and said, get right with him or you are going to perish. Where are the preachers like that today? The Lord is raising them up right now. And they're starting to become voices of revival in the land. This is the remnant of Israel rising up. The watchmen prophets who keep watch over his word. The Elijah company, the overcomers of the remnant of grace that was not blinded. There is a spirit of stupor, a spirit of stupor that has blinded us to the truth and sleeping while they should be watching. Romans chapter 11, verse 5 through 7 talks about it. A spirit of stupor. It is a slumbering spirit, a lethargic spirit, a spirit that causes us to sleep while we should be watching. Let's stop right there because we're going to have to come to another part. This is bigger than I thought. This is coming into the convergence that I was talking about. We're going to be jumping into after this. I'm jumping into the convergences here. Discerning truth from error. The hyper grace versus true grace. And we're going to get into a whole lot of different things. Also talking about Bible prophecy in the last days. If you come and hear this program, you're going to hear some truth. You're going to hear something that you don't hear anywhere else. Because I can tell you this for sure. We're hearing the Lord. We're hearing the Holy Spirit, where he's moving, what he's saying. And we're being obedient to his word. This is what we need. We need that outpouring. We need to leave confusion behind. We need to leave mystery Babylon behind. Come out from among her, among her and be separate, says the Lord. Touch not the unclean, and then I will receive you to myself. Don't touch the unclean. Don't get involved in mixture. Don't mix the holy and the profane. What happens when you mix the holy and the profane? You get strange fire, and God destroys those who miss with strange fire. Oh, Father, forgive us, Lord. We repent before you right now. We come before you with weep and mourning, seeking your face, Lord. Lord, you're bringing conviction into our hearts, into this, this land, into the purpose that we were created for, Lord. Lord, help us. Help us to understand what is your will. Help us to understand what is your purpose. Help us to understand what you have for us, Lord Jesus. We're in desperate need of a great revival, a great awakening. We need an outpouring of your Holy Spirit again. Let the awakening to come. Let us be awakened again. Lord, raise up your remnant to stand strong. We need more, God. We need more that are prepared for the hour that is coming. You're testing us. You're preparing us for what is coming. And we must be ready. Oh, Father, forgive us. We repent and come before you with weeping, mourning, and fasting, seeking your face, God. Turn it from our wickedness, God, and say, Lord, we repent. Don't let your Holy Spirit go from us. Let your Spirit fall upon us, Lord. Anointing fall upon us. Holy Spirit fall upon us like never before. We're in desperate need of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the VOR radio show. I think we're coming back for one more round. I pray that you're really connecting with this. Because this is one of the most in-depth teaching that I've done on the feast, the fall feast. 
and it seems to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So definitely we're going to have to put an audio series together just to put this all in perspective. But I'm coming talking more about the spiritual significance, the biblical accounts and how they connect to the last days of the fall feast and especially the Feast of Tabernacles. This is Isaac with the VOR radio show saying, would you be a voice of revival for your generation? Until next time, God bless you. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation. Thank you.